What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of Left Side Heavy, the podcast presented by Blue Wire Hustle. I'm your host, Jevin Lefave. You can follow me on Instagram at Jevin.Lefave, on Twitter at JevinLefave. Find everything for the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Left Side Heavy underscore. As well, welcome to the YouTube channel. Um, I know the past episodes aren't going to be on YouTube. We are starting here on episode 53. But you can listen to the other episodes as you are listening to now in audio form on Apple, Spotify, and Google. If you're watching on YouTube, you can head there and listen to all the other episodes. But today I welcomed on Ian, Hayden, and Corey, recurring guests of Blue of, of Left Side Heavy. And we did a mock fantasy draft. Uh, it was lots of fun um, just to get ready for the NFL season. And yeah, it was just we went through our picks um, in a half PPR league, 12 teams, about a minute a pick, um, some controversial picks, some not, some reaches, some not, some players forgetting that um, some players existed, uh, misreading their picks, all that sorts of stuff. I went against my own strategy that I said in the beginning. So it was just a great banter episode, and I hope you guys will enjoy it was lots and lots of fun but yeah i hope you guys enjoy the listen if you're watching on youtube enjoy the video and let's get the show on the road It's episode 53 of Left Side Heavy, the podcast presented by Blue Wire Hustle. I'm your host, Jevin Lefave, and today I'm bringing on three recurring guests, Hayden, Ian, and Corey. How's it going, boys? How are we doing tonight? What up, what up? How's it going? How's it going? Jevin. So um, this is the first YouTube video. Welcome. You guys better be lucky. You guys are at the top of the totem pole, let's say. Hi, Mom. I, <laughs> I feel very thankful that you want to put my face on your YouTube channel. You have no, man, you have no idea how many people I asked before you, Ian. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Corey, how you doing, you big old cheesehead? Head, you know, ready to rock out this mock out, have some fun, and the little Hayden when he picks all the bad players. I'm excited. Okay, there, boss. Love that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, today we are doing a mock fantasy draft for the NFL. It's gonna be lots of fun. Get ready for the season coming up. And um, I do want to touch on one thing though, not football related. Um, it was recent news uh, in the NHL world that 31-year-old Jimmy Hayes um, was profound dead in his apartment in Boston, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, he is, I haven't heard any exact details about anything, but it's awful gutting news and i just wanted to see if you guys have anything to say about it because it's obviously it's something that i 
obviously wasn't expecting because you never expect this to happen to anyone, especially someone as young as 31. But it's just, it's crazy because I just saw him on like a YouTube video not too recently, um, a part of like Spit and Chicklets, and like he seemed lively as ever. And then next thing you know, just hearing that report that he's all, all of a sudden gone, it's just, I was dropped, like I was speechless. But um, do, do you guys have anything to say? Like, what was your initial reactions to hearing the news? I mean, I'm not much of a hockey guy. You know, I know you know that, and I'm pretty much a big football guy, but you know, death is just it's shitty. And for someone as young as a 31 year old, especially being a hockey player, who's, I, I guess he was like kind of, kind of decent at the game I heard. And uh, yeah, yeah no, that's just shit. That, that sucks. Yeah. 30, 31 is way too young to go. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I woke up to the news. I think it was yesterday, Monday morning yeah, and just hit me like a ton of bricks right away. Was not expecting it. Didn't, didn't not think anything of it at first and then it's just like oh wow yeah that's that's really surprising and you know best wishes to the Hayes family obviously they're a hockey family Kevin's playing for Philadelphia right now uh, I believe they both played for Boston College so yeah total hockey family you hate to see it uh and, and wishing nothing but the best for the Hayes family of course yeah for sure it's one of those things right I saw it I think it popped up on the internet i saw his picture and i thought nothing of it kind of just like flipped past it do to do and then later in the day i was on reddit and it just some like he's died and i was like heck looked into it and i was like wow that's wild because in my head i'm like he was just playing i was like what sort of freak accident there's no details about it yet yeah. it just was like super sudden it's just yeah it's one of those things right it's one of those terrible reminders that it's like here today gone tomorrow they can change real quick so Hug the ones you love. Amen. Yeah, I was I was at work and I saw a Darren Drager tweet and it was just like, rest in peace, Jimmy Hayes. And I'm like, there's there's no way. And I was like, it has to be like a different Jimmy Hayes. And I looked into it and it was like, no, former NHL or Boston College. Uh, older brother of current NHL or Kevin Hayes. And I'm like, oh, so it is the Hayes, <laughs> the Jimmy Hayes I was thinking about. And I was just like, I just saw him in like a spit and chicklets video, like, like a couple years ago. And he was just like, he seemed as active as ever. And it was just like, in no way would I suspect anything of that happening. But obviously I think details are to come and I don't think they're in a rush to release them, but I mean, it doesn't matter, but yeah, thoughts and prayers to the Hayes family going forward. And just wanted to pay our respects at the start of this episode because as a sports podcast i feel um remorseful for not bringing this up and giving my condolences so i just want to start the episode with that and if you boys are down you guys want to get this show on the road let's, let's do, do it. it try and bring up the mood here so we are doing a nfl fantasy mock draft as i stated before and we are doing it over the uh, the sleeper app, twelve team league, um, half point PPR, and you must draft a rookie. That is a rule I am instating. You must draft a rookie, and if you don't, then I will hunt you down and hurt you. 
So will you, will you give me a warm Coors Light like you did the last time you came? To <laughs> is that is that the punishment? You have to consume one warm Coors Light. I left it in my hockey bag this time. Mmm, that that's definitely appealing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, smelly as shit too, huh? Oh yeah, hundred percent. So we will have one minute per pick, oh, and or should I bump it up to a minute and a half? What are we thinking here? What are one, we thinking? Uh, yeah, one minute's fine. We don't really need a lot, right? Amen, brother, brother. Um. CPU auto pick when users run out of time. Correct and randomize the draft order. Confirm. So we got. Oh, I got number two. Let's go. (laughs) So we got CPU first, Hayden second, and then I am picking sixth. Ian's picking 10th, and Corey has it at the turn. Bringing up the rear, baby. So, boys, I'm going to go around starting with Hayden and we'll end off with Corey. What is your strategy when it comes to fantasy drafts? Well, it all depends on, you know, what position, you know, you're uh, drafting in here and obviously what type of draft you're doing. PPR, half point PPR, obviously receiving backs are going to be the most valuable position. Clearly, I'm not number one, so I'm not getting McCaffrey, but... You know, I have my eyes set on a couple receiving backs. Hopefully I can get one of the top three tight ends. And, uh, you know, I don't like to go the early quarterback list or early quarterback watch. But, I mean, if it falls to me with a stack, I might do that too. Ian? Yeah, I don't I don't usually go early quarterback. I usually go running backs and picking guys that I like. If I, and, you know guys that I want to watch too, because I don't really want to watch anybody on the Texans this year. So I'm probably not going to pick anybody. <laughs> you're uh, telling me you're not watching Kiki QT tear it up in Houston. No, no, I'm not. I'm not Mark going Ingram. To. You don't want to watch no. and figure out which of their seven running backs is going to get the most. <laughs> I, I like Philip Lindsay. I, I don't like him enough to pick him in fantasy. Um, I, that that's kind of my strategy because even if I don't do well, at least I'm going to have fun with my team. That's kind of my goal. Yeah. That, that That's what I'm going for when I do fantasy drafts. Yeah. Corey? Well, son, that's a loser's mentality. I'm here to pick teams that I hate with players that are great. All right? <laughs> have you heard about the <laughs> called Zero RB? I have, and it's not what we're going to do. <laughs> I almost all generally, you know, uh, I'm a – usually kind of a RB's early kind of guy, not the, the restaurant, but the players. But uh, <laughs> we'll see, you know, picking at the tail end here, it's sort of a sort of a S show sometimes. You kind of, at this point, I have to take who falls to me, kind of, right? So Best player available kind of thing. It'll be a couple, uh, if it's Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill, hey, maybe we're having a lot of fun watching guys catch balls all year. Corey, I'll have you know, at my 12-13 uh, turn in a league that Ian and I are in for best ball, I managed to get Gibson and Eckler on the turn. Pretty good. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I will say I don't like that. I will say Corey does have, if you are in any draft, like a snake draft like this, the last pick is the worst pick. Like yeah. 12, and thir- 12 and 13 are right. the worst picks. Here's why they I suck. Here's why it sucks, especially in a year like this. 
because the talent you're getting at the end of the second round and the beginning of the third round isn't that far off from the early part of the second. You have great value early in the first, so you're going to get, so Hayden, maybe the CPU does that weird thing where it takes Dalvin Cook first and you get McCaffrey. <laughs> if it doesn't, I swear well, to God. <laughs> you're still going to have a top flight wide receiver available, like a top four guy. You might, you'll have uh, still some high-end running backs. You got lots of options. Me, I'm just sitting here waiting for the scraps. I'm just, I'm a little like, please, sir, can I have some more? That's me, yeah. <laughs> my life. So thanks, Dev. I'm happy to be doing this podcast with you. I hate you. <laughs> but I mean, look at this way too. Like, if it makes it to you, you could probably get Kelsey, or you could even get like, like you said, Devontae Adams and Tyree Kill. Those are like I'm best really pack catchers. That Dalvin Cook slides. <laughs> yeah. I th- I think picking six is like a really tough spot, right in the middle. It's just like yeah, you don't have like a top five pick where it's like. Yeah, obviously the top four are almost like a given where it's like C Mac, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, and maybe like Alvin Kamara. And then it's just like, do I go like a Devontae Adams or do I go uh just a tier two running back? It's like I never know what to do at six, but I always try to attack the running backs early. But where you win your fantasy drafts is in like the five to ten range where it's like and where you get the deep sleepers, the breakout candidates kind of thing. But, the James Robinsons of the league. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, we'll kind of navigate through this draft, explain any sort of pick that you make that might be a question mark, and then or just and then we'll just kind of banter about I'll ask questions throughout about the season coming up and you guys can give your honest answer. Except Corey, I'm not gonna ask you any questions. So. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, let's start this draft. Damn it, McCaffrey's gone. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn wow, it. what a surprise. Uh, <laughs> All right, um, I know this is going to be kind of controversial, but Dalvin Cook, not my cup of tea here. I feel like he's a I very see- injury-prone guy. I'll know who you're taking. Just take Kamara. I swear, if yeah. you actually take him. Yeah, okay, I'll tell you why, though. I'm taking Kamara because... His first, his first four games are without Michael Thomas. So, calm down. He's gonna be a beast more than he was last year. Hmm. Said so. D's will be extra keyed in on him. Oh yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, with Callaway now stretching the field, and hopefully Troutman is alive. But that's why I took Kamara at the number two pick. His production is gonna be up, up, and up. So. So, Come at me if you want. So after Hayden picking Kamara, Saquon, Dalvin Cook, and Derrick Henry are off the board, kind of as expected. See, I'm in a position where I got Nick Chubb here, but he's in a duel. He's in a heavy backfield, and Kareem Hunt usually takes most of the receptions. So it's is Nick Chubb is good in the receiving game? Am I going to get those PPR points? Zeke's also a tough spot because you know what Zeke am I getting? Am I getting... He ate the entire offseason, or Jonathan Taylor. But I'm going to rely on the heavy workload from Nick Chubb, and I'm going to take Nick Chubb. Zeke kind of looks fucking fit in Hard Knocks. I don't know if any of you guys have disowned or watch it, but he looks fucking beastly. Yeah, but it, just... he's, he's always a question mark in terms. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, what am I gonna get? No, I agree. All right, Ian. What are you uh, what are you looking at here at pick ten after Zeke went to eight and uh, Hill went to team nine? And Jonathan so, Taylor went seven. So Oh yeah, I'm, my bad. I'm in a really great spot to screw Corey, which I kinda wanted to do. Because <laughs> the next two picks are Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. Or I could go Kelsey if I really wanted to. But we were talking about this guy before I got on. And I'm going to go with Devontae Adams. Not Part of it either. is that Devontae Adams has been posting, you know, Jordan 98, the last dance photos along with Aaron Rodgers. Those guys are on a mission. The Packers are on a mission. A-Rod's on a mission. Devontae Adams is on a mission. I like that. I like a guy who's motivated, who's pumped up, who's arguably got the best quarterback throwing him the ball this year. Arguably. Arguably. Uh, I, I, I'll take Devontae Adams. I'll, th- I'll take those odds. I'll take my chances with him. Yeah, that sounds like a fair bet for me. All right, Corey, you're at the turn now. Eckler and went after Devontae Adams, so you're next. I feel like uh, the obvious choice for pick one of two is Aaron Jones. Yeah, He is a top-tier running back, Jazz, that he fell all the way to the end of the round. So he'll be going uh, for uh, sure. Bing, bang. I get a guy on my favorite team. Always nice to do when you can get it right out of the hop. Didn't have to reach for him. You know, no reach around there. Pick number two, number one of the second round. Now it's a little tougher, right? I'm sitting there. You're like, there's some running backs left. None of them are like, wow, I'm really excited to get you. Go Travis Kelsey. You get the best tight end. You go wide receiver. What do you do? What do you do? Stephon Diggs, that's fun. He's good. DeAndre Hopkins, he's great. At the end of the day, I think I'm going to go and take Stephon Diggs. Okay. Stephon ah. Diggs. That's, that is what I would have done in your position there. Stephon yeah, Diggs good, is going to be eating targets, especially if Cole Beasley – is going to be in and out of the fucking roster every two days. Did you see that uh, he was – something happened with Cole Beasley today about, like, being unvaccinated and that shit? finally get COVID? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I just saw, like, a quick little uh, nugget about it. Yeah, it's going to be a trip this whole season, so we'll see how it works out. All right, McNaughty, you're on the clock here, buddy. Travis Kelsey went after Diggs. Yeah, so Kelsey's gone. Corey took Diggs. Options include Hopkins, Najee Harris, DK, Joe Mixon. I'm not a big fan of the Steelers, if you believe it or not, as a Seahawks fan. Not a big fan of the Steelers. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, wasn't he anti-vax or wasn't he like, I'll make, uh, let me look at the science or the research. Yeah. Yeah, He might retire. So that's, he's a doctor. So yeah. So kind of an obvious pick for me here. I'm going DK. The other thing on your favorite team. Yeah. You need someone on your favorite team. The other thing I like about DK is that he's a really good bet to get a lot of touchdowns this season from Russell Wilson. And I, I, being the guy that I am, I like a high-risk, high-reward. Give me some touchdowns. At least I can try and get some points there. That's why I'm going DK. 
Uh, he really good. I think it's kind of a no brainer, but that's just me. So uh, after DK, we got DeAndre Hopkins, Najee Harris, and Antonio Gibson go after my pick here. It says the rec- next recommended pick for me is Joe Mixon. And if there's anyone more blacklisted than Joe Mixon, then come find me because I'll be surprised. I'm staying away from him. He has a terrible offensive line. And I'm, I don't really trust the Bengals. And they have like a top 10 hardest schedule in the league. Calvin really is really enticing, but I want to go with, uh, I want to solidify my backfield. And I think this guy's going to be a lot more involved in the offense and that's Clyde Edwards Elaire. See he uh he actually went down with like a little bit of an injury. No, I'm not surprised. I'm not yeah. I'm not worried. Uh, apparently it's nothing to really like could be concerned about though, but I like yeah. the angle there for you there, boss. Yeah. So Joe Mixon, Calvin Ridley, George Kittle go after and Hayden you are on the clock. Alrighty. Well George Kittle obviously just went in front of me. And uh, you know what? That is that is totally a okay. I uh, I'm kind of out on George Kittle. He's a, a great receiving yards after the catch kind of guy, but 14 touchdowns in four years is just kind of sus to me. He's never gonna bake that that threshold for touchdowns. So I'm gonna go with uh, one of the best wide receivers. And Ian, just like uh, you with DK Metcalf, I'm going as a uh, Ole Miss. Uh, counterpart here, and I'm going AJ Brown. AJ Brown. I like that pick. Yeah, me too. I think I was looking at him. Pick. Sorry. Would you, would you have gone Justin <laughs> Jefferson? Justin Jefferson was the right call, Hayden. This is why you no. never win our league. No, that's not true. Justin Jefferson. I I like his whole system that he has with uh, Thielen, but. I don't know. Something kind of scares me off from the best rookie uh, season ever. It just kind of seems inflated by the Vikings defense being absolute shit. So, yeah, with that being said, now that I got a good, a a great running back in Kamara and a great (laughs) receiver in Brown, I'm looking at my running backs now kind of a little bit iffy. So I'm going to go with a huge positional advantage and get someone who's like the number one target in his offense. And that's Darren Waller. Wide receiver turned tight end. So I like that pick. Um, DeAndre, uh, after his, after Hayden's AJ Brown pick, Patrick Mahomes and Justin Jefferson went at the turn. And then Hayden returned with Waller. We got Swift, Montgomery, and J.K. Dobbins after. A player fell to me that I was very excited about who I wanted. He gets a lot of balls thrown to him. And Justin Herbert, he's a very popular pick for MVP this year. Second-year quarterback, new head coach, improved O-line, improved defense. Two wide receivers on a contract year, which typically entices them to ball out a bit more. I am picking wide receiver Keenan Allen. He is a target machine and can really help him with the PPR points and a very overlooked receiver year to year. So I want Keenan out. Good pick. Solid. Mike Solid Evans, PPR Terry McLaurin, machine. and Josh Jacobs go after. Ian, you're on the clock, buddy. Well, 
once again, a, 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 <laughs> I knew exactly where this was going. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, a Seahawk has fell into my lap. While I don't have any running backs at the moment, uh, I have Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf. I'm going to take Chris Carson. But the one thing I'm, I'm curious to see is injuries. If, if he can stay healthy this year, that's kind of been injuries and fumbles. He was, he was better at holding onto the ball last year, but injuries has kind of been a big deal for him. I'm going to take Chris Carson. Cause again, another guy I can root for another guy I can watch, you know, week after week. And I think he's, I think he's better than people give him credit for. I don't know how you guys feel as outsiders. I, who, who I don't watch the Seahawks regularly like I do, but. I have Chris Carson on my fantasy team, and he hasn't disappointed me when he has been on the field. I think he gets yeah. – he's, a, I think, a very underrated receiving back, and he's done some pretty good work on the ground itself. It's just staying on the field is his main concern. Yeah. So, But yeah, when he is no, healthy, he has given me some nice production. So I like the pick there in the third round at least, especially near the end of the third round too. Well, uh, I would, I would, I was gonna say, I would rather have Carson over like Swift, Montgomery, or Dobbins. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's just the health factors scares yeah. people away a lot. But Amari Cooper goes right after, and now Corey is at the turn in the third round. He has Aaron Jones and Stefan Diggs. That is true. That is who I have, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna go. I really heard Mitch Trubisky is popular at the spot. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, running back still a position of need, as you guys can see, not a lot of great running backs as you scroll down that list. I don't know how confident everybody is in miles Gaskin. Uh, but I'm not super confident in this guy either, but 10 seconds, by the way, I know I'm, that's why I'm talking now, Hayden, you're ruining it. I'm going to go on auto pick. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not super jazzed about it, but I'm going with miles Sanders. I think that he will have a good enough year to justify RB2. I think he catches the ball pretty well out of the backfield. And I know the rookie that they picked up, I can't remember his name, but uh, he was looking decent in some preseason games. Kenny Gainwell. That's it. Preseason means nothing. It's garbage. It is a time for losers to look good, and then you never see them. Add Jameis Winston. Shut the hell (laughs) up. Oh, my God. Uh, for my uh, second pick here, there's tons of great receivers on the board. And there's a lot of great receivers as you scroll down. But who I'm going to go with now that uh, a rookie got... Uh, oh, my God, you asshole. I was looking at him, too. Uh, this guy currently on sleeper is ranked 71, which is silly because he's obviously not anymore. He's a very clear RB2 for this year. I'm going to... Mm. Here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Fuck, man. James Robinson. That's a, that's a, especially with Etienne, yeah, going down today or yesterday. I'm the best. See, but. Not who I was looking at. Wait, wait, taking guy, isn't, this is Robinson's second year, isn't it? He he was a thousand. He was a rookie last year. No, I think he's talking about Etienne, the rookie going Ah, down. Ah, yeah. Has a list rank injury and is out for the whole year. So James Robinson is currently ranked very low in sleeper mm. when in reality he's like 30 positions higher up so uh, i don't sp- understand why james robinson's so like all of a sudden I, no one's picking him like they I can said, tell you why they said etienne's gonna be like a third down back it's like he was very productive last year why don't well that's the whole thing right because uh 
um, Urban Meyer didn't draft or didn't pick up Robinson. He drafted Etienne and he wanted to use Etienne, which I really believed. And yesterday he wasn't playing Etienne. And then of course he got injured shitty, but that's why Robinson fell so far is because he's undrafted. You know, he get, may have gotten a lucky season last year because he was the only guy, but you know, that could be why. Oh, Ian, sorry. I don't, I don't mean to do it, but you have time. No, 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 please keep talking. It's fine. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah. I totally forgot that Ian was on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I am going with Josh Allen. I'm on my first quarterback. I know I don't, I said I don't like to draft quarterbacks early. I think Josh Allen is really good. Like really, really good. He's probably going to regress a little bit this year compared to last year, but I think a, a, a normal year, hopefully along with another year of connecting with Stephon Diggs, Manuel Sanders in Buffalo, I, I'm 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 jumping up the opportunity to take Josh Allen. I, I I don't mind taking that risk this early in the draft. No, I think especially he's a very active quarterback in terms of running. So I he's never a bad pick. Uh, Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, and who was hoping I would fall would fall to me. Kyle Pitts goes. Um, this player I'm thinking about picking. He's projected to have a monster year this year. And it's kind of scary because he's in one of the best receiving cores in the league. But with a quarterback coming off, coming a potential comeback player of the year candidate, I'm going to pick CeeDee Lamb. Great pick. Because I, I think... I love CeeDee Lamb there. He's very good after the catch, too. And he's a quite aggressive wide receiver i think he's kind of slept on in terms of that factor so i think he's good after the catch we can get me yards he's gonna get a lot of targets see you lamb uh next goes robert williams kyler murray and julio jones hayden you're on the clock all righty now for this one i'm looking at the receivers i'm looking at the running backs running backs kind of sketch i like kareem hunt he's a great like maybe rb2 but I don't know how I feel about that. Obviously, being with Chubb, uh, Mike Davis, I feel like could go either way with him there. So I'm looking at receivers, and uh, DJ Moore is telling me to project maybe him right now, but I don't know. DJ Moore is just kind of like the guy that uh, says it's going to happen every year. So I'm actually going to steer away from DJ Moore, and I'm going to go with Rams. I'd say number one receiver. Uh, definitely before Robert Woods here, but Cooper Cup. Solid pick. Former Eastern Washington University uh, wide receiver Cooper Cup. Have to have to throw in that. Oh, gotta love that. All right, now I'm back on the clock here. Um, oh God, Lamar Jackson staring at me right in the face right now. That's intimidating. Hmm. No, you, you know you want to. Yeah, I know. I also – I don't really need to go running back. Uh, maybe I should go running back. Who needs more than one running back, Hayden? You're doing great. One. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punt that. I'm going to choose potentially the safe pick here. I see he's getting really overlooked in uh, Miami, but preseason he's come to play. That's Miles Gaskin. Malcolm Brown. Yes, man. Malcolm Brown. 
<laughs> so Hayden, he has picked Alvin Kamara, AJ Brown, Darren Waller, Cooper Cup, and Miles Gaskin. I'm now on the clock. After Gaskin went Lamar Jackson, Kareem Hunt, and TJ Hawkinson. Oh, there are a lot of receivers who are kind of on, you know, tier four-ish, maybe, maybe tier three. There's an enticing rookie look staring at me in the face. Um, man, there's like a lot of like underrated talent. But I am going to go with a bit of a reach here. I just want to get him before he leaves my hands. I am going to reach for Javante Williams as my rookie. I think he's going to get a lot of touches in Denver. And I think Melvin Gordon, he's kind of, he's kind of low-key susceptible to injuries. And he, I think to, just Javante Williams will overtake the starting position. So I'm going to take him there as my rookie. I just wanted to take him on the turn because I like the value of running backs. Ian, you're on the clock. Well, Tyler Lockett just got picked, so that sucks. <laughs> I was about um, to say, damn. <laughs> So what I'm going to do instead is take a former Seahawk in running back Mike Davis, who plays for the Atlanta Falcons. I actually like Davis. Uh, I had him in fantasy last year with Carolina when he replaced McCaffrey for the majority of this season. Stepped in, stepped in better than I, like I like Davis and he did better than I expected in Carolina last year. And in Atlanta, he'll now have a, a better quarterback, better offensive scheme, better playmakers around him anyways. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to bet on Mike Davis this year in Atlanta. Yeah, I, I think he played very well coming in too for Christian McCaffrey. But no, I think that was a really good pick. Um, after I picked um, Javante Williams, Dak Prescott, Deontay Johnson, Tyler Lockett went before Ian picked Mike Davis, and then Adam Thielen went after. And Corey will make his pick with eight seconds remaining, and that player is... I'm Hayden's hero. I'm Michael Thomas. Oh, oh you're taking... Wow, as your second receiver? Michael uh, Thomas. I don't know, if you know this, Hayden, but receiver's a super deep position. I'll take a guy that's <laughs> in the second round when he's healthy. He's only going to miss a few weeks out of the year. He's going to come back. Jameis' arm's going to be all loosened up from throwing to Callaway and him not catching anything. He's going to be so jazzed to have Michael Thomas back. So, yeah, we're taking him there. And then for our next pick, we're going with a sweet, sweet little boy. His name is Brandon Ayuk. Damn it. Ball out this year. So, yeah, my team's better than yours. (laughs) So, Corey. You have picked Aaron Jones, Stefan Diggs, Miles Sanders, James Robinson, Michael Thomas, and Brandon Ayuk. Quite a nasty roster, I shall say. After Ayuk, Melvin Gordon goes, and it's Ian's pick. Well, I'm going to take my rookie now. I'll go Jamar Chase with Cincinnati. Ooh, and might not even be playing this year. Might not. Might not. <laughs> but... The argument for Chase is that I think I I, I think with Chase he's gonna have, probably be the second wide receiver in Cincinnati. Not great considering Cincinnati's not great, but there's gonna be a volume of passes with Burrow. You would think this season 
and the Bengals offense, they're going to have to throw the ball a shit ton. So volume wise, I'll go with Jamar Chase getting quite a few opportunities. We'll see. So after Jamar Chase goes Kenny Galladay, Justin Herbert, and Chase Claypool. I'm now on the clock. This, I think he could have a resurgent season. Kind of scares me with Baker at quarterback, but I'm going to pick Odell Beckham Jr. I think he's a good run after the catch. And with his knee injury, it's a bit skeptical, but I think he's going to have a resurgence this year. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. I think he could get some targets this year as well. Uh, after that goes Russell Wilson, Juju, and T. Higgins. Hayden, you're on the clock, buddy. All right, Jeff. I really liked. Uh, I really liked that pick. I, I see a lot of people kind of counting out Odell, but I think I think Odell's still he's still got something, right? And uh, yeah, no, I like that. So with my pick now, I'm looking running back. I see Chase Edmonds, uh, Arizona running back. Not too not too hot on him, so. I'm going to take the starting running back in the uh, best running offensive system, Raheem Mostert there. He's a speedy Gonzalez, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. I know Trey Sermon, rookie, could definitely take the lead in the uh, latter half of the season, but hopefully by then, you know, Gaskin will assert himself as the number one. And uh, still looking at receiver. Still got a lot of great receiver talent. So I'm going to also go running back again. And I'm going to take another starting running back for a team. But I like his upside because if this one quarterback ends up starting, that means this other running quarterback won't get any goal line looks. And, uh, Jeb, you you should know who I'm going here. And that is Damian Harris. Damian Harris. I like him this year. I think he's going to be... A very powerful back. I like the bowling ball backs. You know what I'm saying? You know, a low center of gravity. But feel, um, yeah. every year when we think we know who's going to be the guy in New England, it's never that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically. It. I, I don't. I don't even claim to know who the guy is in New England. I just go with a week to week basis. Like, oh, that's who Belichick says is starting. Okay, cool, great. The only consistent is James White. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now this player, I think he's gonna get a big target share, and he was kind of out for some of the year last year, and it's just a matter of who's gonna be throwing him the ball. But I'm gonna go Debo Samuel. Not I think, bad. Terrible. I think he's just gonna get a lot of targets, and I think Corey's saying terrible because he wanted him. So. No. <laughs> what? I'm not doubling up on Niners receivers. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> when one doesn't get this share, the other will. I am starting them all. <laughs> oh, so Ian's on the clock. He's picked Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf, Chris Carson, Josh Allen, Mike Davis, and Jamar Chase. After my Devo Samuel pick went Trey Sermon, Noah Fent, and Dallas Goddard. I'm really struggling on who I want to take here. I, I think I know who I'm going to go with, but that's nah, good. I shouldn't be overthinking it. Uh, I'm going Jerry Judy uh, as another wide receiver pick for myself. I don't know who's starting for the Broncos. No clue. 
Uh, they both looked really good against the Seahawks on Saturday night in a preseason game. But as we have already established, preseason means nothing. Yeah. So I'm just going to take Judy and hope that someone looks good, throws him the ball a ton, and that it works out. The thing with Judy is that he created – he was like amongst the top five receivers in the league for creating separation. It's just that he had the lowest amount of catchable balls, like the one, some of the lowest percentage of – in terms of catchable balls in the league because Drew Locke was airmailing every pass he was thrown to him. But Jared Pretty Judy much. was getting the separation he needed. So I think that's a good pick. He just needs to get a quarterback who can get him the ball. I'm going here. Seven seconds left. I think he's the guy who's going to get the bulk of the carries in Arizona this year, and that's my boy James Conner. Yeah, yeah, that's great. One quarter I don't right there. Bust Edmonds at all I feel like he had a shot last year and they still didn't really they didn't want to give they didn't want to make him the guy so you bring yeah. in a guy like Connor I think it's at least a 50 50 share and what should be one of the best offenses in the league uh so that's what we're going with that puts me at what four one two three four backs I got three receivers one of them isn't going to play for a while uh, so in that case, we are gonna go with, uh, the guy who I think is maybe the best option in Cincinnati, Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Solid Jamar pick. Might eventually overtake him, but as it sits right now, he's number one. Well, cause I saw a report that Jamar Chase wasn't creating as much separation as hoped in terms of he the Bengals. Chase, a lot of balls. Yeah, he, he was office. dropping more balls than he should have, which is a bit concerning. So, I mean, it could be jitters, but you don't see the other rookies getting those same reports. So, it, it could be a little skeptical for sure. Okay. All right. My pick. Your pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, I'm going to go with a guy that I that I like and that I want to root for every weekend, and I'm going to take my tight end, Rob Gronkowski. Oh, I again, it's a, it's a it's a loaded pass catching like a lot of options for Brady this year, like wide receiver, tight end, bunch of guys he can throw the ball to. I'm trusting Gronk to get a bunch of touchdowns he really struggled at the first half of the year and he figured it out kind of as the season went along kind of like the rest of that bucks offense i'm hoping for more of a balanced season overall but i got a good tight end a guy that i like and that i'm going to watch and i can root for every weekend i like that i like that um so i'm gonna pick a guy who now, my boy Brady is staring me right in the face, and I really like his <laughs> roster. But I'm going to go with a guy who, being in L.A. with a new energy towards him after playing in Detroit for so many oh. years. Oh, oh, Time's oh. up. Oh, oh what? Oh. It still gave oh. you, you guys. It still gave you Stafford. <laughs> Stafford. You know what? He was uh, he was a mediocre quarterback forever in Detroit, and he'll be a mediocre quarterback for the Rams. It's not true. 
he'll, he'll, he'll definitely be below mediocre going against the Seahawks defense twice a year. I don't, I don't know how he's going to put up good stats. I, I just don't see it. I don't know what's making me say that, but I just don't see him doing that well. So weird. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder why. <laughs> All right. Now with my pick, uh, I could go with my rookie wide receiver here with Jalen Waddle, but I don't know. I think the offense is kind of sus with uh, Tua. I don't know if I'm the biggest Tua believer. Uh, so I'm going to pass on Waddle also with Fuller. And I'm going to go with a guy who's kind of like the big gadget guy, and that's Curtis Samuel. Curtis. Curtis I, like, I like Washington this year. I'm really high on the football. I, I like Washington, yeah. too. I think Washington's all-around team is absolutely going to be unreal this year. All right. And uh, after that, Mike Williams goes and then David Johnson. I'm back again. Uh, I'm going to kind of have to reach on this one, but after seeing that preseason game against Green Bay, you know, Zach Wilson was just slinging the rock and seemed like his favorite target was uh, Corey Davis and uh, PPR machine, it seems like. So that's who I'm going with here. Great name, Corey. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it. It's, uh, it's good. It's something there. Corey Davis. Apparently, he's going to be a really good fit with the Jets. Like, apparently, he does yeah. a bunch of those things that they want out of the receiver. So, that's a, th- a good pick. I think last year's year was huge for him. Just all around. I think it was. Yeah, for sure. I think he's going to be good. Uh, I'm going to go after my tight end, and I think he's going to – this guy's one of the more athletic tight ends in the league, and he's just an all-around athlete, and I think that goes a long way. You look at Travis Kelsey, I think this guy relates to him a lot, kind of a bit of a not as good version, of course, but I'm going to go Mike Kosicki for my tight end. I think he's going to have a breakout year this year. He's going to get to that point last year, and I think he's going to do it this year. How are okay. you boys feeling about your teams so far? It's the best. Way better than Corey's, actually. Who does he have here? Miles. <laughs> Raheem Mostert. Mustard. <laughs> Samuel. More of a catch-up guy, in my opinion. Uh, got a lot of running backs <laughs> that aren't going to be in four weeks. I don't know. Seems risky. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just hope everybody has a fun time. Yeah. Um, kind of see where I'm at. I am going to go. I don't want to pick that guy. Nine seconds. That's three. Yeah, I'll take. I'll take. I'll take. I'll take him. I'll take AJ Dillon from the Packers. So I'll get two Packers running backs. Um, surely no. based. On- no. You have, you, don't have a, you have Devontae Adams. You don't have a running back on Green Oh, Day. sorry. No, that's, I'm thinking of the league I'm in with Hayden. Uh, Ian, so, yeah, do you even good. know your team? No, I'm thinking of the other league that I'm in. Um, oh. But A.J. Dillon, have you seen that dude's quads? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's insane. That's about as good, I think, of a reason to take anybody this late in a draft. It's just like, dude's got thick quads. I, I'm, I, I, can, I can pick that. I, I'm, I'm down to root for that. I mean, it's a good starting point for sure. For sure. For certain, brother. So, Corey still yet to pick his Ooh. rookie. 
He goes with Gus Edwards for his next pick. That's the bus. The Gus. You know, uh, I think he's Gus might bus. not take over that job, uh, but that team that runs the ball a lot. So why not take the guy who is the 1B in that duo, get some sweet value at the end of the ninth round. Good about it. Feeling pretty good. I really and- like that pick. Anyways, what do we got up here? Who's left? Players, you're not good. You're not good. You're terrible. I'm gonna go with. You know what? I'm gonna go with a guy who I think is going to be the number two option. Hopefully, this is his year. Nicole Hardman. Oh my god. That's a player where it's like he has one of the highest ceilings in the league, but he has a very low floor. He's gone now. You know, we all know Demarcus Robinson's not as good as him. He'll have his games, but Hill, Kelsey, Hardman. He's the third option to catch the ball in a team that does it better than just about anybody else. I'll take it. I like that pick. Uh Ian, who you got? After Tyler Higby was taken after Nicole. Hmm. That McCole pick is a uh, boomer bust, I would say. Yeah, it's definitely boomer bust. I'm this might be a bit of a, a, a reach, but I'm gonna go with Darnell Mooney from the Bears. I really like I him like this that. year. And and part of it is that I'm high on fields, I'm high on the Bears. I think the Bears are gonna make the playoffs this year. And Mooney is going to be the probably, yeah, I know, Corey. I know, I know. <laughs> Mooney's probably going to be the wide receiver two at best this year. If they can just get through like the first three or four weeks of Dalton that they're inevitably going to go through, Mooney makes a lot of sense, I think, near the end of the year. No, I, I really like that pick. In the Dynasty draft, I was picking between either him or Rondell Moore. And mm. in the Dynasty, I think I went more just because – yeah, I don't know, but um, for my pick, after uh, Marquise Brown, Kenyon Drake, and Antonio Brown went after Darnell Mooney, I'm going to pick a guy who I think will take over wide receiver one this year. That's Michael Pittman Jr. The disrespect you're showing T.Y. Hilton. I think <laughs> I think he really came on hot at the end of the at the end of last year, and I think he'll have a with a well, with a quarterback who can kind of stretch the field a bit more in Carson Wentz if he stays healthy, I think Michael Pittman will have a good year this year. I was going to ask you who uh, who's Pittman's quarterback this year. Oh CJ. well, are you kidding me? You see that fucking video of Wentz on the field? He looks well, pretty uh, pretty good now. Is he? Is he? Are we sure he's one hundred percent? What What are the What are the odds on Wentz? hurting himself again because i'm willing to put money on that in fan duel when i think i think i I think it'll be like plus odds that he gets hurt like i don't think like like i think the favorite is him getting hurt i don't think you're getting any money back right (laughs) put money on him to get hurt but as for as unfortunate as that is you know they were saying that what if indy signs uh nick Foles? Poor guy. Oh God! Poor oh God! No. Happens. Hayden, who'd you hmm. take so we don't have to talk about Nick Foles anymore? Hayden, who'd you take? I, I already took Marvin Jones. 
for my first pick. Now coming back around to my second pick. Uh, I don't know. I need to I need to fucking pick a, a rookie, but and then I'm gonna kind of punt on the rookie here, just cause. Actually, uh, yeah, I think I am. I'm gonna go back to back receiver. Two kind of boomer bust guys: Marvin Jones, Henry Ruggs. Ooh, quite the pick. So Hayden picked Marvin Jones and Trevor Lawrence and Michael Gallup went at the turn. Then Ruggs, Naheem Hines, Tony Pollard, and Pittsburgh Steelers defense taken in the the 11th round. So it seems as if defenses are popular to go right now. I'm not going to go that route. I am going to go a receiver who I think is the second receiver on this team because the quote-unquote second receiver is popped for PEDs and is always hurt. I am going to go Devontae Parker. I realize I kind of fucked myself here. I forgot we were doing kickers and defenses. And uh, I needed to take a rookie. (laughs) You haven't rookie. picked your rookie yet? Oh, <laughs> uh, I did. I broke the one fucking rule. Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, I set one rule for this draft, and you just couldn't couldn't do it. Fair, Chad. I, uh, I don't think I've ever done a 14-round draft. It's almost always 15 or more rounds. I thought I had five or six more picks left. I do not, so... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pickle here to end this thing, but we'll figure it out. You see, I thought it was 15. So I'm kind of surprised with that too. I can can I add a round? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're gonna start this whole thing over again so we can add <laughs> a fifteenth round. Um, listen, I'm gonna wait on my pick kickers and defense, and I will just take Jamal Williams from Detroit. Uh, get another get another running back. Just adding to the collection of running backs, yeah. and he might, I think, by the end of the year, become the RB one with Detroit, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I, I mean, I I'm again, I'm betting on potential with Williams in Detroit with, I mean, it's not like the lions are going to be spectacular by any means this year, but he's somebody who's going to get a couple passes thrown his way, hopefully accurately by Jared Goff. Yeah, hopefully. All right, Corey, who do you got for your 11th round pick? Well, because I thought I had at least five, maybe six more guys to go, I had a strategy, and now it's gone. So we are going to have to go two birds, one stone. We're going rookie and quarterback. We're taking Trey Lance, the pants. I think he's in San Francisco this year. Uh, If he's not by week one, he will be. Uh, If this was a real-life scenario, I would go into when the draft was over, I would drop Meekle Hardman, and I would pick up a quarterback that was going to be starting in week one one but hey you know it is what it is we also need a tight end so we have to pick one now because who why would i take a defense or a kicker early they're all the same i'm streaming them <laughs> every week. uh so you look you got hunter henry or Jonu smith who do you think is going to catch more balls in new england adam troutman i don't know if i believe in him uh hayden probably because he got especially because he got injured on monday oh there you go even worse he's he's okay he didn't suffer any major uh damage to his foot so he's fine did he tell you that yeah he did actually personally (laughs) we're gonna go with Jonu smith i think he's better than hunter henry yeah 
uh, I think that uh, you can have a decent year. I mean, I'm taking a tight end in the ele- in the twelfth round. I'm not. No, they're not going to be great. And I also just think he's a little bit more durable. Like Hunter Henry's kind of seems like he's hurt every like sixth week. Like he literally got back from an injury and then like tore his ACL like that same week he got back. And it's like okay, you can't stay on the field. But yeah, I don't need life. Yeah. <laughs> I still think that he could be a good player, but it's just health is a concern. Uh, yeah. Russell Gage goes after. Uh, Ian is, I think. I'm next to, year. I think you should pick. What, what should I pick? Um, I think it's obvious. Tevin well, Coleman. You have five, four, three. Yeah, well, two. you're you're wrong. I'm taking Chuba Hubbard, Canadian. Oh, let's go, baby. Uh, I like Hubbard again. Kind of the same last year with the Mike Davis thing. In case McCaffrey gets injured, I I got his handcuff in Hubbard. Um, and he looks to be, I think, more of a passing back right now than a running back in Carolina. We'll see. I, I'm just rooting for Hubbard. Another guy I like. He he he'll he'll find his way in Carolina. Yeah, I like Chuba as well. Yeah, I think he's a good yeah. pick. Um, this guy, uh, as soon as he was drafted, if I'm getting the right more, um, AJ Brown said that he was better than him. So I'm going to go with the hopefully wide receiver one, soon to be at least in New York. AJ Brown, and that's Elijah Moore. Ooh, give me AJ some- Brown or Corey Davis. Well, AJ Brown said that Elijah Moore was. Better than him oh. coming out oh, when he was okay. drafted. Oh, okay. If so, I got if I got the right more correct, it may have been Rondell Moore for Arizona, but I'm pretty sure it was. No, you're Moore. you're you're hitting the old Miss connection correctly. You're good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It does. Okay. So I think Elijah Moore could take over that wide receiver one in New York. Obviously, because a rookie, I think he could be there to stay a bit longer than Corey Davis. So I actually haven't fucked up the uh, rookie pick yet because I didn't think this guy was going to fall to me, but he did. Uh, give me oh. quarterback Justin Fields. And Solid. like Corey with Trey Lance, I would go and drop someone that I didn't feel was comfortable for my team and go and pick up a day one starter. Uh, I'll let you know right now for free that it would have definitely been uh, someone that I have like a good connection with. So probably Jameis Winston and Kamara or Tannehill and Brown, or even Carr and Waller. Probably Carr and Waller because they're going to be touchdown machines. Uh, You can find Carr actually pretty deep in fantasy, and he's actually not that bad of a passer. Um, Yeah, defenses always suck, but uh, looking at the schedule, I know Cleveland has a really hard schedule. Denver also has a really hard schedule. So give me the Colts. Colts. Very cute. Very nice. Very sturdy. This is a couple exciting picks we have left, guys. Oh, love that. <laughs> All right. It's like Hilton and Murray after that one. <laughs> so this defense here, I like them to heavily compete for their division. And they got a lot of pieces in the draft, as well as developing pieces from years past with potential and one of the favorites to win defensive player of the year. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns defense. Ooh. Ooh. 
Ooh, yep. First kicker off the board. <laughs> Justin, tuck it. Tuck it and run. Tuck well, I hate run. all of these defenses remaining. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think there's one that's half decent. One Miami. of them is kind of a sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chargers, they could be pretty good this year. I would take the Vikings before I take the Chargers. Mike Zimmer doesn't really do that with his defense and let it be that shit. Asante Samuel Jr. and Derwin James coming back with Joey Bosa. If Derwin James can stay healthy. Yeah, that's a good That's a good point. I, yeah. Ian, I hear the Saints have a really good defense, and it's been actually the really cornerstone for the last eight games where they only allowed 16 points in average. I'm taking the Dolphins defense and betting that the Jets and the Pats offense uh, is, is no bueno. That's a good play. When they, when they meet up. Team 11 taking Deshaun Watson. Don't bold, know if they have bold. the memo. Bold strategy. <laughs> bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how this plays Let's out. Let's see if it pays off. <laughs> yeah. We're down to D's and kickers, and obviously I'm a pretty big uh, – I didn't get a top defense as I think there's 100 of them off the board already. So I'm looking ahead to, you know, potential streaming for a couple of weeks, and this team uh, starts its year off playing the Giants, the Jags, and the Jets. I'm going to go with uh, the Denver Broncos. But those teams are so good. I know. I'm, you know, I'm betting against myself. <laughs> you know? I'm negging myself, you know. <laughs> That way you can't do it. And then, uh, you know, I get my pick of the litter for kickers here, and it's the most important position in fantasy football, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like it doesn't really matter who you get. It's not like towards the end of the year, the top guy maybe beats the second best guy by 20 points or some garbage amount. Doesn't matter Uh, about that at all. You get 20 points, and then the next week he gets you three. It's a really cool position. So I am just going to take my guy, Mason Crosby, my boys never hurts to add another Packer to your team. Sweet, sweet. Except when they're kicking in the ice cold and can only kick it 35 yards. Uh, it's never hurt him before, except one year. He <laughs> <laughs> also got another year older, Corey. I don't know if you know that as well. Oh, wow. Do you lose a lot of, uh, a lot of your stamina when you get one year older? <laughs> was, that, was, that, was, was, was I the only person who had the kicking strategy of just taking Benetari if he was available, like for fantasy, like, like back when he was relevant yeah like just what you know like in the same way justin tucker is not being used yeah you just take vinitary every year and then you know you just ride with vinitary until he dies which he hasn't yet so that's good i might even he's probably better than half the kickers in the league now um my kicker i'm going with uh rodrigo blankenship of the damn you Because he wears goggles. I wear goggles. <laughs> Got to support guys who wear glasses. Love that. Did you... Uh... Oh, what was I going to say? Never mind, guys. I'm a donk. Right. Oh, uh, did you see it when Blankenship, when he got um, uh, drafted? He was like, yeah, I was uh, sitting with my girlfriend playing Legos. Yeah, dude, dude, <laughs> dude is big in the Lego. Like he got a bunch of Lego collections in his house. Like that's so fire. Dude, that's why everyone else on the team says they're not real football players. 
So um, this guy, I think they're going to be in the red zone a lot. And if anything goes wrong, then this guy's going to have a lot of opportunity at points. And that's base for Buffalo. He's all Bass. about Bass. Tyler Bass. Uh, damn it. Okay, Hayden, just take the Saints kicker and let's just be done. No, I'm not taking Will Lutz. He's <laughs> oh. out for like 12 Wait, what? weeks. What? Well, that sounds, like a, you, that sounds like a you problem. Yeah. No, 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 no. Give and me take Bill Walsh. <laughs> Blair fucking Walsh. The Blair Walsh he's... project. Yeah. Oh, he's on New Orleans too. I didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, take him. Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know. No. <laughs> I don't even think he's actually on New Orleans. I just think they had to put him there. Uh, no, no, no. Give me, give me Robbie Gold. Take Jordan Evans. Sorry, Dominic. <laughs> Jordan Everly. Wait, he switched sports? <laughs> is that Bo Jackson? Oh. <laughs> it's Jordan's brother, Dominic. Who's nice. So the draft has ended, and Hayden, starting with you, why don't you go through your picks real quick? All right, well. As second know, overall. Got- you got 14 position. You got 14 studs here. All right. Now let me just talk you through it. Alvin Kamara, dog. AJ Brown, dog. <laughs> I don't know if you guys seen that meme. <laughs> or that video going around. Darren Waller, dog. <laughs> um, you know, you don't you don't get off uh for start. Like my whole team is are oh. all starters. Are all starters, like if you look at it. So I don't really think I missed with any of my picks here. Uh, I got a couple of, you know, deep shots, maybe obviously, you know, quarterback being Justin Fields, it's not actually a starter. Like I said, with uh, Corey earlier, definitely just going to drop one off the waiver wire, pick one up, whatever. But throughout my whole team, I think it's solid. And I got a lot of boomer bus players. So I'll know week one, uh, whether or not they're good or not. What was your, Favorite pick of the draft? I had two favorite picks. The fact that I got second overall, I could get Kamara. That's pretty fucking sick. And my favorite pick, probably because he's been like my most watched player, my most had player on all the teams that I have lately. But Darren Waller, guy's a stud. I think he could be the number two tight end this year, potentially even number one, depending if, you know, Kelsey just somehow falls off the face of the earth so yeah <laughs> ian how do you feel about your team there big guy uh it, it's 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 good question mark uh no i got i got a i got a bunch of guys i like you know i got Devonte adams metcalf arguably the best tandem of receivers carson davis at running back Car- mike, chris carson mike davis uh josh allen's my quarterback gronk at tight end I you I I you know give me a couple more drinks and I could really start liking this team. <laughs> Corey, how about you there? You know what? If uh, this was a regular draft, obviously I would have another quarterback. Uh, and there was a bunch of guys on the board who I would have taken. I was gonna go with like Matt Ryan and then take Lance or Fields in the next round, but we ran short. So obviously that's a weak spot, but it's okay because we make up for it with a lot of strength in some positions that some people just didn't pay enough attention to. Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, James Robinson, all number one backs. Uh, Connor, 
I think he's at least a 1B. Edwards, he's getting at least seven carries a game, probably more because that team runs constantly. Devon Diggs, dog. Michael Thomas, dog. Uh, when he plays, he'll be back. And when he's back, that's two number one receivers. Brandon Ayuk, he's about to blow up this year. Tyler Boyd, he's the guy to have in Cincinnati. And then I really only have one boomer bust kind of guy, and that's Michael Hardman. If he doesn't go off at all, that's fine. You can always pick up a receiver off the waiver wire and throw somebody onto your bench. Jonu Smith, uh, I'm not super jazzed about, but he's fine. I was hoping for uh, Bobby Tanyan uh, a few picks before he – I was about to take him and then I ended up missing him by like four or five picks and had to take yeah. Gus Edwards is where I, that's where that went wrong. But you know what? John Smith is fine. He's gonna, there. If you don't get one of the top three tight ends, who cares? And then there's like six guys after that, that are a little bit better, but still who the hell knows how they're going to do every week. So that's fine. Defense, who cares? Kicker. What's that? I think my team's pretty <laughs> great. I'm jazzed about it. No, I um, I uh, really liked. Um, I just I think your receivers are are steals, and like honestly, I like your Tyler Boyd pick as well. Um, yeah, I got Chubb, Clyde. I think Clyde's gonna get a bit like a heavier workload this year, and he's pretty good. He's a pretty good cat pass catching back. Um. I think Keenan Allen, C.D. Lamb, I think they're pretty good PPR machines. Javante Williams may have been a bit of a reach, but I think he's going to sooner or later take over Denver. And when um, Teddy B and Drew Locke suck, then I think he's going to be a good um, hand-the-ball-off-to type of guy. Uh, I think Odell in the sixth round, I think that was a good pick. I think he could have a resurgence this year. My most questionable pick was probably Stafford, but I still like that Rams offense. And I really like Kosicki. I think he was a steal in the ninth. Corey? Uh, I would just like to point something out really quick. Uh, and it's that, Jevin, you're a liar. You're a big, fat liar. You, <laughs> at the beginning of this, said what your general strategy is is you go pretty RB heavy. And if everybody would like to take a look at Jevin's team really quickly... <laughs> I went wide receiver heavy. Right, he goes Chubb, he goes Clyde. Oh, great, double RB. Then you know you 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 spice it up. You with know, a couple, a couple receivers. Great. You made maybe a little bit of reach for Williams. I met at the start. Taking <laughs> running backs, and then you scroll through the rest of his team, and I don't know if you guys see any green. I don't. Maybe I'm colorblind here, but it looks like he then just went with receivers, a tight end. I think that's a kicker at the end. So what was uh, I want to know what the deal was there, bud? What happened to I like to take running backs pretty good? Sorry, you cut out there. I couldn't hear you at all. Um, Over the sound of your own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll eat that one. Oh no, I like I like the wide receivers better than what the running backs were available. So. <laughs> Uh, it's all right. What can you, know you do? Ever heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, this was fun, boys. Uh, what have you guys thought of the NFL preseason so far? Has there any been any rookies that have stood out to you? And uh, like Corey, are you? Has Jordan Love shown any promise in terms of taking over QB one in Green Bay when Rodgers leaves, or mm-hmm. have you already kind of looked? 
forward to a new look at quarterback. We, uh, in this household, we don't think of such blasphemy like that. <laughs> we don't look to the future. We live in the now. And the now is number 12. His name is Eric <laughs> Godgers. He is the man. He is the myth. He is the legend. And you know what? Maybe, maybe love's going to be great next year when we trade Aaron. But uh, he's looked okay. He's fine. He's looked better, obviously. He maybe will be the backup, actually, this year instead of not playing a single snap for us, which would be cool. But, uh, yeah, I, nothing in preseason has made that big of a difference to me. It's nice. I'm jazzed that we brought Randall Cobb back. <laughs> I, uh, I think he's going to be a spot player for them, but he'll be a guy that's get – he'll be like what Donald Driver turned into for the last few years he was with the Packers where it was like Brett Favre needs a guy to throw to that's just going to catch the ball. Yeah. He's going to get four yards and a first down, and that's Randall Cobb for us. Devontae is going to be double-covered. I don't know how the rest of this receiving core is going to shake out if uh, if Honey Funch's votes is going to make the team or if he gets cut. We made a couple other cuts that I think we're going to keep that extra receiver, so I think he's the guy. But between him, Lazard, MVS, now you got Cobb in the mix. All I'm saying is that the Green Bay Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. It was a really long way to say it. But uh, the Lombardi Trophy's coming home, folks. It's been 11 years, and it's about time I get to celebrate something for once in my godforsaken life. So here we go. Just wait till they lose to the Bears in the divisional. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Wow. I love all Boring. the fans now that they drafted Fields, and they're like, oh, that's right. It's, it's our time now. Like, the, yeah. let's when? play <laughs> rookie rookie quarterbacks never do well. But Corey, did you see uh, on Wikipedia what, for a short time after Green Bay had lost? Did you see what the uh, NFC Championship game was described as? No, I did not. It was described as the game before the Super Bowl. Who, whatever team will go in and beat the Green Bay Packers <laughs> to move on. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I, I just laughed because I thought that was funny. This is our year. It's going to be fine. Now, like, you know how there's a thought to every team or player? Like, Matt Stafford is, like, the late-round fantasy quarterback taken, like, typically. Um, Dallas, with in a 16-game season, they're, whenever I think of Dallas, I think of 8-8. Eight and eight. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? When I, yeah. Is it 8-9 or 9-8? or nine and eight? When I no. think of... The Green Bay Packers, I think of losing in the NFC Championship game. It's just it's frustrating. Yeah. It's not to get excited for it anymore. If when so they many make, promising years, like, oh, here it comes. But there'll be a. It's a very quiet Corey until we win the NFC Championship. Yeah, and then and balls to the walls, boys. We're going all the way. Is it when they lost against Tampa? Were you like, like from past history? I'm not surprised or. Was it like, no, I really thought we had it this year? Going into the game, you're like, okay, you definitely have a shot here. You, Why wouldn't you, right? You got Aaron Rodgers. He's great. Uh, as that game was going on, it was just like just a couple of the mistakes that were made. And you're just like, what the fuck is happening to me right now? The the long bomb to, was it Tyler or Ty? Miller. Oh. Or was it yeah. Scotty Miller who got it? Yeah, uh, Scotty, Miller. Scotty Miller at halftime. Yeah. yeah, where Kevin King's just like, Kevin nah, King. press coverage is the way to go. They have five seconds left. Didn't King get gassed? 
And it's just like that. And then, you know, they kick the field goal there and you're like, why aren't you playing to try and win the game? Stop trying to play to not lose. And it's just, it was one of those ones where it's like, as things unfolded, it was just, you could feel it coming and you're like, we're not, we're not going to win this game. Yeah. I kind of felt the same way in the uh, divisional game when Tampa came into new Orleans and I uh, was texting Joe at the time. And when Jared cook fumbled Corey, I was like, that's it game over, right? Like turning point, that's it. And, you know, sure enough, that's exactly what happened. I was like, man, what a fucking way to go out. Yeah. It's brutal. And I could just say, fuck you, Tom Brady, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Amen to that. Hell yeah. And all I love him. the little bitches that come out after that Super Bowl, like, wow, Tom Brady in his first year, just such an amazing accomplishment. They're like, what are you talking about? That defense won him his fourth championship. Classic Tom Brady. Salty Packers uh, fan. Yeah. <laughs> fine, I get it. Tom's the goat, and that's fine. But the talk of like how impressive it was to go in in your first year and do that, be like, look at who he was throwing the ball to. That Tampa team was. They had yeah. a lot of weapons. Insanely stacked team, and the fact that they won the Super Bowl should surprise nobody. If they didn't win, that would have been a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. But, boys, this was a very fun time. I hope people didn't fall asleep halfway through this episode, but I had a great time. Uh, This was just a mock draft, so this isn't a real team, but I think I won. So, um, (laughs) that's all that matters. That doesn't matter. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to the rest of the NFL media because you know Seattle's so far away from everybody else, so it's not surprising that you know the sports media is shunning the Seahawks. Not a, not a surprise. Do you think Russ is going to leave Seattle and go to New York? Uh, I, I referred to what Corey was saying about uh, Aaron Rodgers. It's like I I'm not worried about that. That that sounds like a problem for January twenty. 20- well, once Seattle wins the Super Bowl, February 2022, Ian, that sounds like a problem for him to deal with, not for what are we in August 2021, Ian? No, I, I, I'm not worried about that now. When Seattle beats Green Bay in the NFC Championship game, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's happened before. Yes. <laughs> Cheaters and scumbags. Uh, I'll never forgive the replacement ref game. Uh, that was awesome. That was one of my highlights about being what, like, watching a guy not catch a ball. Well, well, well no, first, no, 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 no. First of all, it was the officials, both like the calling the touchdown and then intercept like touchback at the same time. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Essentially it was that. But then also that that was also kind of when like all the bandwagon fans started joining because that was a Monday night game and it was prime mm-hmm. time. And then after that, all bunch yes, of yeah. So I mean, with my dad, both fans, and I was like, "What in the blue fuck is this shit? How is that?" And then like, okay, they're gonna review it. It's fine. It's it's an interception. I definitely thought it was gonna be called like a a touchback. And And these absolute fucking fucktards come back out, put their hands up. I was like, "In what world?" Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I I don't think I got over that for two days. Even as a Seahawks fan, I was like, "Yeah." 
sure. Yeah, that really just happened. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, that- we'll take it. That was like, that was like me uh, when uh, Miles Jack picked up the fumble and it was yeah. called immediately. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I mean, I'll take it, but it wasn't the right call. <laughs> like, <laughs> he that was def- definitely a fuck up by the refs, but yeah, there's no, there no reason why that whistle should have been blown, but I'm not complaining. But I think if we can all agree on refs fucking teams, okay, the Saints know. <laughs> Yeah. The absolute best, okay? Yeah. If we want to talk yeah. about recent teams winning or what should have won, 2018 That was the team to beat. I I am they nice about that every day. They why did, why they would have lost did, to Tom Brady and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I was going to say, why no. did Breeze, if they were the team to beat, why did Breeze throw that interception in overtime? Uh, it's not the fact that they threw the interception in overtime. It's that amazing ball he threw it again that put him right on the uh, seven and the uh, fuck up by the refs, Ian, okay? Calm down. <laughs> Should we get an in-person podcast and really get the emotion flowing? I'm really fired up. I want to throw a can at <laughs> I think when – well, hey, here's the thing. Hayden and I are scheduled to go to the St. Seahawks Monday night game, so we'll probably oh, have to do like a post so – uh, we'll probably have to do like a post uh speak your piece podcast with Hayden like just absolutely obliterated watching the Seahawks win at the last second because that seems to be how they win every single game ever. <laughs> bring the mics to the stadium and do an in-person and podcast record. live yes yeah so you can't hear us right now but we're watching the game <laughs> yeah that's the 12th fan you hear yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, that is episode 53. Thank you for coming on, boys. Uh, We'll start with Hayden, move on to Ian and Corey. Uh, Where can the people find you? Plug your Instagram, any social media you got, anything you're working on. The spotlight is yours. Uh, Instagram, Hayden underscore Barton. Very easy. Give me a follow there. I'll give you all the uh, tools and stuff you need for winning fantasy leagues because dynasty winner right here last year took it over jev so take that as you will boys i shouldn't have been in the finals last year i got really lucky i got really lucky that's a two-man league right (laughs) (laughs) oh god imagine oh my god i still lost i I didn't make the playoffs (laughs) (laughs) really thought it was my year I picture Kobe Myers as wide receiver too. I thought he'd break out this year. Yeah, I'm really uh, just get vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, Ian. Uh, I haven't won a fantasy football league in years, so don't come to me for advice. Um, basically, you can follow me. Uh, well, you can follow Speak Your Peace. That's really the main one. Don't follow me. Screw following me. Follow Speak Your Peace uh, at Speak You Are Peace. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff. Our 100th podcast episode coming out this week. That's pretty cool. Um, That's exciting. Uh, we're going to announce our fall schedule of events here uh, pretty quick. Uh, I might have to go to Berta. Might have to go to Edmonton in person. So that's going to be uh, really cool and exciting. The getting COVID in Alberta challenge. Um, <laughs> and then uh, we're also selling hoodies. 
we got a speaker piece hoodies that we're selling. So DM us. Uh, we can get you set up with some hoodies. Uh, somebody on Saturday night was trying to uh, shortchange me for hoodies where they're like, yeah, I'll buy a hoodie. But it was like they were drunk and they were saying like, I'll pay $25 for it. It's like, shut up. Stop talking. Um, people are assholes sometimes, especially when intoxicated. And finally, uh, shout out to, to Jeb again for the mic. The mic's rock. Uh, makes me look somewhat professional. Um, what can I say? That's that's about all that I got really going on. It's it's crazy, but be sure to follow uh, Speaker Piece. No, seriously, not to play Tommy Sticks. Ian and the Speaker Piece crew got a lot of good stuff going on over there. Be sure to check out their content on YouTube and uh, listen to the podcast. It's a great time. Corey, you're pretty active on the old tweet tweet. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you know the little blue bird. Uh, you can find me at uh, at Latondra underscore L E T E N D R E underscore. Find a lot of random stuff on there. Some sports, some not sports, but probably mostly sports. Uh, if you, uh, I got a little something in the works here going on. If you're a little fat pig, like uh, like so many of us are, I know I am. Uh, and there's a hand there. Anybody else? <laughs> Anybody else in the room? There's a piggy. Squeal for me. That'd be my last little piggy. Put your hand up. Come on now. Throw it up there. I know you love your candy. I know you love your chippies. There he is. He's gluten-free, but he still loves it, folks. Uh, we're working. Uh, me and uh, a buddy of mine, uh, two of you might know him. He's a big, tall guy. Scary Terry Brett. He is. Uh, we're, we're thinking about in the works. We've got a little uh, little podcast we're going to be throwing together. Ooh. Ooh. Because uh, I'm a I'm a big fat boy, uh, so keep your eyes peeled for something called uh, the Snacktastic Voyage, coming to you coming to you live sometime in the next few weeks. We're hoping we're putting together we're throwing a little teaser together soon, so it should be a good time. It's an excuse for me That's to awesome. eat. It's an excuse for me to eat and talk about. This it. sounds I mean, like I mean, the, this, this sounds like the best idea I've heard in a long time. Why did I do sports? Yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> do food. We got, I think the first one we're doing, uh, it's, you know, school's coming back. So I think we're doing the uh, snack to school bracket of nostalgic oh. treats that we used to take to school. Uh, you know, just a small little eight, little eight item bracket. You know, we got the likes of, we got pudding, we got jello, we got gushers, we got those little Ritz cheese cracker sandwiches. Mm. Oh, that my little God. pack of crackers with the red stick and that fake mm. cheese bread on it we're, we're gonna Dunkaroos. be talking about that may or may not be on the list so delicious is a snack that you guys might not have had as kids but uh when we were growing up they sure did exist they're candies with like little sugary outsides they're in the shape of like little bottles or drinks there's like a root beer milk. oh yes. oh. Yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah i know what you're, like kind of like sugar keys yeah not sour but that's it and they came in the little packages they're yeah. either way that's uh, that's what we got going on in the books. That's uh, fun stuff on the go. So I'll let you know when it drops. That is super exciting. I'll be sure to promote that as a fellow podcaster. But you guys know where to follow me on Instagram at Jevin.Lefave on Twitter at JevinLefave. Find everything for the show on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at LeftSideHeavy underscore. And be sure to leave us, uh, be sure to subscribe. You know, first YouTube video in the books it's a very exciting time and yeah just full episodes will be posted here be sure to check out our kickback and relax episodes those are a great time 
And yeah, boys, thank you for coming on. This was a super fun episode. The NFL season is coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, Hayden will be coming on the next couple episodes to preview the NFL season, AFC and NFC awards, stat leaders, all that sorts of fun stuff. So be sure to check that out. And yeah. Here we go Let's for another go. NFL season, boys. Let me hear it. Let me hear it from all you NFL fans. <laughs> Attaboy. Let's go, boys. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And we'll see you guys next time. I just got a let go. Went from ducking and fucking and now I got put in the friend zone. There's no need for discussion. I just really loved how you get low. But I'm dipping, I'm cutting the shorty, and we're being ten toes, ten toes. I, I, I just gotta let go, call me a Benzo, pay it all cash, I won't take no rentals, killing my vibe.